Sir Blackston. Raw Impact Radio, my Sir Blackston, a.k.a. Sir Blackston, here with episode 8. And I told you, the gap between 6 and 7 is not going to be the gap between 7 and 8 because we... We were kind of forced into doing this one because stuff has just been crazy. We've got folks returning. we got folks taking over companies. We've got folks threatening to sell to the Saudis or rumored threatening to sell to the Saudis. We've got Sasha Banks is back and, and Dominic's got a, a damn. You saw him on Monday. I need folks to help me understand what is going on in the world of wrestling. And fortunately, I have two people on the show that are going to help me out. We've got the Masked Hope who's back for another segment. We're going to talk about that rumored Saudi sale and a few other things and we've got malik kelly aka narcolepsy boy 94 the brother's everywhere he's got his finger on the pulse and he's with us in our second segment so stay tuned we we're gonna figure this thing out me you and a couple other people i'll be back with the mass hope right after this Raw Impact Radio, Sir Blackston, joined once again by the person that I check for news in the AM, the Masked Hope. What's going on? Hey, what's going on? How you doing tonight? Bro, I'm good, but it was all good just a week ago. The Saudi sale, it, it turns out, is a complete rumor. However, you would imagine that it's not completely out of the question. But over the past, what, seven, eight days, Steph has resigned, Vince is back, the company seems to be angling for some kind of sale. The Saudi rumors were out there. What the heck? What's happening with the WWE right now? Yeah, this is just a complete disaster. You know, uh, Ariel Hawani said that this was not true and that they're still looking to sell the company. My thoughts on this is that, you know how companies kind of leak information when they want to find out stuff. They could be kind of putting this information out there to see what the reaction would be. Because according to Fightful, multiple stars said they will leave the company if they actually sell the Saudi Arabia, which I can't blame them because there's a whole bunch of ethic violations there you know, I, I had the same thought because you know from the grip it was just a rumor uh who i'm not sure of who reported that the sale had been done but you know it was just a rumor um uh, the original report was from bodyslam.net now they are a reliable source they believe they're the ones that broke the news daniel bryan was going to aew so it's not like it came out of nowhere right this is one of those things where, you know, they're right sometimes and other times it's like, you know. But news exactly. is a crapshoot anyway. I mean, you, you know. But, yeah, no, so, uh, the, I mean, the amount of time that it takes to sell a large company, you would imagine they couldn't just do that without reaching out to their shareholders. You know what I mean? Yeah. Letting folks know what they were going to do anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, so you, you talked about, you know, possibly them just kind of floating the story out there through some sort of an outlet just to kind of see what the response would be. And I could totally see that overwhelmingly negative from everybody through wrestling tiktok all of social media into a frenzy uh, do you see an avenue where they could still kind of you know even though all of that stuff is bad they would still move forward with the sale to the saudis i mean well it's vince mcmahon <laughs> money vince is McMahon money anybody says right. whoever has the most money vince mcmahon be like yep that sounds good. So I can 100% see them still selling no matter what the response is because he got 81% of the power in the voting share. So he don't care what you think. It's all about who has the most money. But that'll suck for the fans because that that's going to destroy WWE's whole legacy. It would. If Saudi was. Yeah, but um, so a lot of folks were saying how they wouldn't support the company if uh, if they sold to the Saudis. You know, I'm never going to watch WWE again. But that's you know, a lot of that is like BS because we see that the numbers are are great for Crown Jewel. The numbers are great for all of the Saudi shows, and for as much as people say that they wouldn't support it, I think the WWE relies on that that just addiction to, <laughs> that people have to their product. You're right. You're right, and that's that's part of the big selling point. This is why every company would want WWE because it, it, Disney, Amazon, all of them could use that those numbers and that loyalty for their streaming services. I mean, you bring up uh, Disney and Amazon and, you know, they, they seem like distant memories now because of the recency of the, the Saudi rumors. Why do you think they've kind of uh, dipped out of the conversation among like the, the wrestling social media world? You know what I mean? I, I believe... People have people have loyalty to companies, right? And some people don't like Amazon because of Bezos. Some people don't like Disney because they're too PG. But I, I've heard a lot of conversations that uh, WWE is going to be rated G now. Like, 
I don't think they would take it to that extreme because they 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 took they they bought the rights to Deadpool. They still had the next film was rated R, so I feel like they would just stick with what's going on. And if something really extreme happens that they don't like, then they'll probably step in and be like, "Hey, tone that down a little bit." Well, I'll tell you what. I, I one of the reasons that I think they may not be as strong of a contender is because Vince McMahon is like the controlling interest, and whatever sale happens has to be approved by them. I don't see Disney approving a, a sale that would keep Vince McMahon as head of creative or even as a part yeah. of the company, given the allegations that he's had against him. And I would I would assume the same the same thing is true for Amazon. Yeah, I would think Amazon cares less because they got their own rights violation problems going on. So I think I think Amazon wouldn't care as much, but Disney definitely has a brand image they're trying to keep. And I'm sure I feel like in my mind, 100% certainty that Vince McMahon is going to put in, hey, I'm going to be head of creative until I until I pass away. Yeah. He's, he, yeah all right. So, I mean, I watched the have you seen the Vince McMahon documentary that they ran? No, uh, I haven't. It, but essentially, it outlines how this guy is like, <laughs> no matter what happens, he always finds a way through it. You know what I mean? Just yeah. all kinds of stuff happens with this guy, and he always makes his way through. And we look at the culture that the the world, the country is in right now, the cancel culture, all of the Me Too and all of that stuff. Given the allegations, how has this? How is he still around? How has this guy not been canceled? This, this may be kind of controversial to say, but cancel culture isn't real. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's 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 real so unless. Exactly. There's so much going on. You can't focus on one thing and just be like, all right, I'm never going to do that again. Another 10 things is going to happen and you're going to forget about that. And, you know, next thing you're using Amazon again, you're using, you're watching WWE again. You just forgot about all the violations that just happened. Well, Ric Flair's cancellation just blew right. It actually never happened. No. Tommy Dreamer got canceled for supporting him and Ric Flair was just brushed that right off. Uh, you bring up a good point. I mean, it's it, again, folks saying that they wouldn't uh, support WWE under the Saudi control or Saudi regime. They totally, in my opinion, they totally would. And it's because of what yeah. you just said. It, it doesn't actually exist. Yeah, it, it's just going to blow over. It, so, as soon as we get Roman Reigns versus, I don't know, Finn Balor. Kaleo or something. Oh, oh. As soon as they bring in Tama <laughs> and Kaleo versus the bloodline, everybody's going to be like, wait a second. Yeah. Well, let me just let me just check this out. This just this one time, <laughs> one time turns into a, a whole year. Next thing you know, you back buying t-shirts. You're and all addicted that. again. You got yeah, you back I, on the market. You're right back in there. They they know what they're doing. So Steph McMahon, Stephanie McMahon is out, man. She's gone. Yeah. How do you what? How do you see this whole thing playing out for Paul Levesque? Uh, I don't feel like he got he got much time left with Stephanie gone. Um, everybody feel like he's doing a good job. Right. Morale has raised tremendously under Triple H. And from what I've read, Stephanie McMahon was well-liked backstage as well. So if she's... The fact that they said she's gone was the reason I believe this rumor so hard. Yeah. Because I could see her stand up like, whoa, we did all this Rumors Revolution stuff and now you're going to sell the Saudi where all that gets shut down? Yeah. And you bring up a good because when she when she stepped down the first time, well, you know, she she took her leave of absence the first time. It was just before those allegations came out. Exactly. I mean, it was almost like a you know what? I am not rocking out with you through this. We have been through so much, um, but I am not rocking out with you through this. She steps away, then he leaves, and she comes back. I yeah, it, essentially the same deal now. Exactly. That's why it was so believable because the last time she did this something major happened. So right. the fact that she did this again and then that news drop is like, okay, definitely believable. Bro, my grandfather retired. All right, He used to drive trains. He retired. <laughs> and when he retired, you know what he did? He he and my grandmother, they traveled the world together, you know what I mean, with my cousins and all of that stuff. There are no set of circumstances that he would say, hey, you know what? I need to go back and I need to start buying a train company what is it what is going on with vince mcmahon's mind that he wants to come back and 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 do all of this to to his creation vince mcmahon is in his own world it's basically, it's basically he's so used to what he created around him that he knows nothing else like if it, you ever heard those stories where uh 
someone retires and then they they feel lost in life and they pass away like a year later because yeah. they don't know what to do with themselves. Yeah. I feel like that's Vince. That's why he was such in a hurry to come back because he 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 doesn't know anything about being in gorilla gorilla position and working out. He must have got tired of working out because now he's trying to get back in gorilla position. Mm. And the ladies. <laughs> and the oh, ladies. Oh, and the ladies. That's <laughs> as, as Vince McMahon's regiment. <laughs> gorilla working out and the ladies. Exactly. Like that's that's all he does. It is oh man. Obviously, you know. One option on the table is to just take the company private and, you know, not necessarily sell the company, but just make the company a private company. I mean, you run into issues in terms of finance under those circumstances, but some of the WWE's uh, more interesting storylines did happen when the company was a private company just before the Attitude Era. How would you feel about that? I would I would actually love that. I, I hated when they went public it was good because now now you got unlimited resources you're, you're just get you're just getting free money in all the time basically when you're public but now you have to answer the shareholders and right. now you can't you can't just do storylines privately you have to tell the shareholders what you're doing and what your plans coming up so so much information get got leaked just because you have to tell a group of people what's going on yep so i wouldn't mind if they went private again Maybe we could get a little taste of the attitude era back, but that also, if Vince is in charge, that also would be bad because then we'll get we'll get 100% the hundred percent creative control. <laughs> get ready for rematch city, bro. Oh man, he's gonna bring back those job gimmicks, oh. the trash man and the repo man, and all. I that. hope Karrion didn't throw the mask out, just in case. <laughs> just in case. The other thing is, all right. Um, you go private, that means that you do lose a lot of money. And that means, you know, how, was it last year, the year before, all of those budget cuts. Now that, yeah. that comes back into play because you don't necessarily have the, the funds in-house to sustain the roster that you've had. I mean, even some of the the external things that you're doing, like you, you just can't afford that. I mean, I would assume right. because those finances are gone now. Right. But uh, just they, they're making so much more money now, though. They're, they uh just the Saudi deal alone was more money than they ever made. They got like a billion dollars for like two shows or something like that. Yeah. Or it, it, just that alone will cover them going private. And other than that, the new TV deals, I'm sure they're going to get over 500 million for the new TV deals they get, whatever channel they're on. I don't know, man. Is, how is it 2023 for 11 days? <laughs> and already all kinds of crazy. What what is what? Oh man! So um, among the craziness of 2023, uh, New Japan, Wrestle Kingdom, the return of Sasha Banks, now Mercedes Monet. Man, what was going through your mind when she came out? That that was that was definitely something interesting. I'm really looking forward to seeing her face Kyrie Zane. That would be a crazy match. I mean, she did botch her finisher a little bit, but you know these things happen. Yeah, these things happen. And, I mean, you know, Sasha hasn't been in the ring on a regular for some time. People gave her, you know, you got you to gotta cut folks some slack. Another thing that I noticed in the promo that she was cutting, um, her style is to, you know, you got to wait for a reaction from the crowd. You're not going to get that reaction in Japan. Like, that doesn't right. happen. So uh, it made it kind of. band going on pretty much. Right. The, the rhythm was off. Yeah. So I am, I am excited for her, man. Now, do you think that she will, this is going to, we're recording this prior to tonight's Dynamite. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you think she's going to show up to Dynamite tonight? I, I think she's going to show up because Paige, uh, Soraya, Soraya? Yeah. Soraya has just said that uh, she's not even sure if Sasha's coming coming to join her. She tried to text her and all that stuff. That seems like a swerve to me. <laughs> like, you're just trying to make people believe, oh, she's not coming. Because you're you're digging in too deep like uh I, I don't know she she she's not coming anymore yeah you wouldn't even mention her by name exactly and no matter what she gets it done in the ring so it's gonna yeah. be a banger either way yeah. exactly bro i'm sitting up there watching raw on monday and you know they run the video back of dominic with the teardrop 
They cut back. My man got the full flannel on. He got the the bandana, the glass. Yo, what the? Yo, I died. The, the, the reaction on the TikTok was genuine reaction when I saw that. That was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. What, what is going on with Dominic? All that is just pure gold, man. I don't know how far they're going to take it, but they need to take this as far as possible. He needs to bring in some 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 other like gang members with him or something. I I don't know. And he he, he should have had braids, man. Why didn't he have braids? Exactly. He should have had the cornrows. That's the only thing we remember. <laughs> yeah, he got the full the full outfit, the flannel, and all that. He, that's all he was missing. This this is hilarious, and I'm loving it. Say, it's so many different, just like you said, it's so many directions they could go in. And I got to say, uh, commentary is not easy. All right. But Corey Graves killed it on Monday. I loved it. Yeah. Just his, all of his puns and all of that stuff about uh, him being in prison. It was just, it was gold. The yeah. whole thing is gold. But the men kind of killed it, though. And he was like, uh, you only been in, in jail for a couple hours. I felt like that was better left unsaid because we're all aware that he wasn't in jail that long. Right. You could have held that off for a while. So and in terms of like promo style, I like Dominic. I think that he's only going to continue to grow on the mic. Obviously, yeah. you know, he's 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 not quite there. But if he continues down this path and continues to be surrounded by who he's surrounded by, bro's going to be a player in the next five <laughs> so years. He's, he's going to be a, he's going to be there. I'm telling you, man, he he's probably a future of the business. Yeah. Him, him and Austin Theory, man, they're they're gonna be something special. They just gotta get that experience. It's like I put it, I look at it like uh Drew McIntyre. Right. When when Vince was trying to push him the first time around, he wasn't ready. He was too green, too too baby face, too excited to be there. He went off, got jacked, got some experience, came back, and he's a monster. He's like He's definitely a championship contender now. So if they just do something like Drew McIntyre did, they don't have to go off. They don't have to get jacked either, but just get that experience, get that that that's something that'll make you make you look like more of a threat. Right. And that'll be perfect for that they could be main eventers in, in WWE. I hundred percent see that. Bro, I am so excited about the future of the WWE, but you know, you know, it is uncertain. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's uncertain. Um, and, and so if we could just dip back to the sale piece, um, to, how how would you envision it even looking under like a Disney umbrella? Because uh, I know Disney isn't known for putting on regular live events. Um, I don't think they do like the Disney on ice or the ice capades or anything like that. So I don't know where that fits in with with that regard. But the library of content, how would you see that? How would you see WWE fitting under Disney? I, I, to me, that's the most perfect fit because no, Disney don't do the live event at every regularly like WWE does, but their content fit perfectly within the streaming service. And they, WWE has, so WWE has a warehouse of just memorabilia things from the past. They got all of Undertaker's coffins he ever used in casted matches. Disney would definitely capitalize on that and make an actual physically physically their wwe museum wow i feel like disney would monetize everything that wwe have to offer and that's really what i'm looking forward to because disney is perfect at that man that is insane just the fact that we're sitting here talking about this in 2023 is awesome uh it, it's, it's awesome it's, in a sense that you know the unknown yeah it can be scary or whatever but it can also bring some really dope stuff and uh and we don't know where we're going but we, we hit it somewhere <laughs> And I guess we'll figure yeah. it out. This was not on my pro wrestling bingo card. I <laughs> did not. <laughs> Same. So, uh, yo, man, thanks so much for coming through today. Obviously, we want to want to make this a regular thing, so we, we'll figure that out. Um, but go ahead and uh, and shout out your uh, your socials so that way folks know where to catch up with you. Almost definitely. Uh, uh, everybody that doesn't know me, I am the Mast Hope. You could find me on Instagram, Twitter. I'm Hope Mast, but TikTok is where. Uh, you can find me most regularly putting out daily wrestling news videos. I'm on YouTube as well. That's growing. A anywhere you could find me, just Google the Mass Hope, and that's a pretty unique name that I got trademarked now. So hey. <laughs> you can find me. Just search the Mass Hope. You can find me everywhere. I, I saw the little TM. Yo, where'd, where'd you get the name? Where'd, how'd, how'd the name come up? The Mass Hope. Okay. I used to be a rapper. <laughs> yeah, you told me about that. Back in high school, I used to be a rapper and I spit this line. 
I can't remember the line now, but it was something about saving the world. You could call me the mass hope. Mass, M-A-S-S, like saving the masses. Right. So I was also trying to be into graphic design at the time as well. So later, I'm designing myself a comic book. This is where the mass hope becomes the mask to hope. Wow. So uh, I'm making that comic book, and I use the quote from the movie The Mask because I really love Jim Carrey. And he inspires me a lot, too. The movie The Mask saying that we all wear masks in different scenarios and different situations. We're not always the same person all the time. Facts. Yeah. That is insane. Yo, that's that's a crazy story. I would have never thought that. That's that's awesome. That's an awesome yeah. origin story. Of the Pretty mask. much just all aspects of my life coming together into <laughs> one name. Fire. Well, go check out The Masked Hope. Follow that man on every platform that you can think of, even the ones that you can't think of, just when you think of him. Go follow him. And we'll be back. We're going to holler at Malik Kelly, a.k.a. Narcolepsy Boy, after this. Raw Impact Radio, Sir Blackston, and finally, you know, we've been trying to set this up for a minute. We finally get the chance to talk to a brother that I have a tremendous amount of respect for. He's built the brand of Narcolepsy Boy and can literally be found everywhere. I know you've seen him on your For You page today. Ladies and gentlemen, Malik Kelly, a.k.a. Narcolepsy Boy 94 Welcome to Raw Impact Radio. Appreciate you for having me, man. Thank you. Absolutely, man. It's my pleasure. Um, yo, before we get started, the Sami Zayn, uh, Jay Uso joint you did in collaboration with other brother man. I it, I just wanted to say you, it had me dying. I appreciate it. Thank you, man. I reached out to him about something, and then kind of just came together. So, yeah, man, it's it's, it's really dope to see like you guys collaborate. And it, I think there needs to be more collaboration among the channels, especially on Wrestle Talk. So I thought it was pretty dope. Yeah, man, definitely, man, definitely. So, yo, man, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about you, man, just a little bit about how you got into this. And, of course, we're going to jump into all of the craziness that's been going on, the Saudi stuff, the the, the Sasha Banks stuff, New Japan. But I wanted to talk a little bit about you because I, I, I'm very curious. How did you get into all of this, man? Uh, yeah, my uncle got me into wrestling when I was a kid. I started watching pretty young. He was a big fan at one point, and he got me into it. Really just been watching it ever since. So he... he he got me into it, then I started discovering it on my own. Once I started to get really into it, I started to explore and pick up my own uh, my own stuff of, about, you know, the knowledge and everything. Good deal. And I'm guessing that somewhere in there you found that there were people who wanted to hear your opinions on pro wrestling. Uh, yeah, for me, as far as, like, TikTok, yeah, kind of just kind of just blew up, became a thing. Um, so, yeah, that kind of just became a big thing about 2020 uh, during the pandemic. So kind of just came out of nowhere. Really didn't start with all that. Started just with like random videos, and then it kind of just became a bigger thing. Nice, good deal. You know, when I set this up last week, I was preparing to talk to you a little bit about Mercedes Monet because that was like the biggest story of the new year at that point. You know, her debut right, at right, New right, Japan. Right. Uh, then everything happened with Vincent Kennedy swinging his arms, taking center stage. You know what I mean? Um, you're seeing these rumors break, a lot of rapid movements. Steph and Vince earlier in the day. What are you thinking as as a fan? Like, what are you thinking? When everything was going down on Tuesday? Uh, I mean, it's not my company. It's his company. Well, it was his company, but um, it's, <laughs> it's, I don't know. It's business, I guess. I mean, I don't work in biz- in the business industry, so I don't uh, want to say I, I understand what what's happening because I, I don't. I mean, uh, from what I from what I saw, you know, it seems like that. Uh, maybe either Vince was never really retired to begin with. He kind of just stepped away just to make the WWE brand look good because of all the allegations that were going against him. Where was it making him look good anyway? And, you know, obviously he didn't want to bring that up on the company. So stepped away for a while, but he was never really gone. You know what I mean? I don't think he was ever really gone to begin with. I kind of think he was in his mind, either he was always going to come back or he just never was retired. Like they just said he was, and he was just kind of there until everything kind of chilled out because it all just kind of aligns like it's too coincidental. Like Stephanie was leaving for a while, then Vince retires, and then she comes back right. to take his position literally just days before 
she said that she was leaving the company for a minute. Right. Uh, and then Vince comes back as part of the board of directors, but they said the board of directors didn't want him back, but he still got in uh, the WWE, which doesn't make sense. Like, okay, the board of directors could have kept him away if they wanted him, didn't want him to be there. And he gets back in, and then they fire the people, I guess, that were in the board of directors that didn't want him there. And then right. folks resigning left and right. Yeah, he becomes uh, the new position as far as, like, you know, board of directors. Then Stephanie resigns as the chairman, and Vince is now the executive chairman. It just seems too coincidental, you know what I mean? Like, everything is connects. So like, uh, maybe he never really was gone, you know what I mean? But <laughs> he's in the I mean, it's it's uh, and of course everything that happened yesterday with the Saudi investment fund, you know, um, all of that is rumor. All of that is rumor. Yeah, None of that actually happened. Yeah, it's rumor and speculations. I mean, we know that uh, they have a good relationship. They do shows over there every year, and obviously Saudi Arabia got got big money. You know, what I mean, to to purchase the company. Um, I don't know what that would mean as far as certain superstars working there. Yeah, I mean, you know I mean? And, they, they wouldn't. <laughs> It'd uh, just be over. For certain a few folks, you know, certain superstars can't go over there, and the superstars are under contract. Like if they, if they didn't want to be in WWE anymore, like how did they get out of contract? Because just because you want to get released doesn't mean WWE is going to get rid of you. you know what I mean, so it's it's a tough situation. But um, if I had to bet, I probably say they won't do the Saudi thing. It's just if it was up to Vince, maybe he would do it. But I think there are so many other factors that play into it. I was talking with the mass Tope earlier and he was saying that, you know, this is all just speculation, but he was saying, you know, sometimes companies will float a story out there just to see how it goes in the public eye and to see how yeah. people react to it. And as, as he's saying, that's probably what happened there. I wouldn't be like, to, to do shows in Saudi Arabia is whatever. I never had an issue with the shows. They go over there two times a year. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has fans everywhere too. They they got fans over over there just like we have fans over here. Whatever. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like but to sell the company to the country is different because their laws are so different than American laws over here. It's just like I said, some people can't even go over there. They already work for the Sami Zayn can't go there. Uh Kevin Owens doesn't go because he supports Sami Zayn. So he's not folks gonna like M V P Shayna Baszler, you know what I mean? Like those are folks yeah, that they can't go there and it's you know Sonya Deville because she's lesbian like you know certain people can't go there so it just doesn't it, it plus it just I think sets a bad tone for the company as far as make giving superstars and making superstars feel comfortable like I don't know how many people would really feel comfortable working for the company or even wanting to come there anymore like what about the free agents that are coming up this year like what if you want to go out and get like a Kenny Omega and like hey Kenny you want to come to WWE and then you know like what if the company was in the hands of, you know, it's just, just, I don't know, just doesn't look good, like a good situation. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if they just kind of put the story out there. Just kind of see, you know, like, hey, let's see what uh, see what people feel about this. Which I kind of, they, they definitely have to know. Like, how could you not know? People don't want that. But uh, just, you know, you definitely got to see how people, what, the, what the buzz is, you know what I mean? So I don't, I, I don't really don't think they might not even tell the company, honestly. I think it's just kind of talk, like, also like buzz. Like, just just to get them back in? No, I just kind of, I mean, they talked about some of the company a couple of years ago, but I think it's more to see the interest, the buyers, like, okay, who would be interested and who would want it, you know what I mean? Like, put it out there in the public eye, and Disney could be like, oh, WWE, you know, they're trying to sell, let's see, uh, you know, or NBC, you know what I'm saying, Amazon, like, oh, what's, what's this? Let's see what, you know, what, what this is about, because you don't really have to be a wrestling fan to, I mean, Ted Turner about WCW, he know shit about wrestling, you know what I mean? So, you don't want, you don't, you don't. You don't want a situation to happen again, you know? Yeah, I mean, Master P owns Hog, or at least owned Hog, House of Glory. Um, yeah, a lot yeah. of times, like, the folks are just owned by whoever. You know, what's funny is in the midst of all of the reaction to, um, you know, the rumors yesterday, nobody was saying, oh, there, there's no way Vince would do that. <laughs> there's, there, it doesn't surprise people that he would do something like that. Would it surprise you if at some point later on he does eventually sell to the Saudis, and then we, you know, in the aftermath of that, what do you see happening to WWE and the whole wrestling scene in general? I mean, I wouldn't be shocked by anything. Vince can't be taken down at, at, by anybody. I mean, right. we really shouldn't be surprised that he's back. Like I said, he never probably was gone to begin with. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if you, I think people forget that, you know, Vince, I guess you could say is, 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 is a smart man, honestly. I oh, mean, yeah, very much so. Very much like, so. 
he may be an evil genius, but uh, <laughs> genius nonetheless. I mean, we're talking about the same guy. I don't think people understand if you maybe not have been in the situation, but he literally went up against the federal government during the steroid trial. Like he was facing like prison time, like hard prison time. Like that, that could have been the end of WWE. Like if he got locked up, the WWE could have died right there. And I don't know how many people you know not only went up against the federal government during a serious trial when people were accusing him of uh, steroid abuse and all types of things, but beat the federal government. He won the case. Like, Bro, they don't move unless they have everything in place, unless they have all their ducks in a row. They have a, an airtight uh, case against you. They don't move. They yeah. moved on this, man. That 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 was ridiculous. He survived. like That, that could have ended the company single-handed. We're talking about the same dude, Vince McMahon, who... He said the N word on TV one time. Like that was like it was okay, and like no, people people still go back at it and laugh. But like you look it's, at he it, he still it's, said it's it. Like it's crazy. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like uh, he said that Sabu was a part of the Taliban one time on TV. Like he's done said all types of he done all types of crazy things. Like the same dude who you know had a whole feud with God and yes, God in a yes. Feud. Like, booked himself against God, booked himself to win. Who does this is, this is this is real stuff we're talking about. This is really Vince McMahon's mindset, bro. Like he does this. Like I was watching a documentary, and there's so many instances just like those, and that that's not even a majority of them where he just slips through. He just makes it. He's like a, a, a survivor beyond against all odds, and it, it's incredible. It's incredible the way that things are on his side. And then the you know the sex allegations come out, and it's just like you know he retired, but it's like you know it came out of nowhere. And then some people, I think, got a little excited, myself included, a little bit. Like, oh, that's a little, little not exciting and like screw Vince, but it was like, oh, this is like never thought I see Vince retire. Kind of right. like, a little surprising here. And then things started changing WWE, and I was liking the direction the company was going. I'm like, oh, you know, this, it's not bad actually. You know, it's just maybe, maybe he's really gone. You know, it's just kind of. But now looking at it, it's kind of like, mm, lo and yeah. behold, he's in the back the whole time. I mean, I don't, I don't really care what happened to the company. As long as Triple H is in charge and he's looking and he's doing everything, I'm I'm cool. But if he's gonna be gone and he's not booking, then I don't know. Him selling to Saudi Arabia, it just I don't I'm thinking like long term, like what's that gonna look like when Vince right. is dead? Like the Saudis yeah. gonna have WWE like when he's gone? Like is they're they not gonna reach out to like a triple H and say, Hey, would you run creative in his stead? I mean, you know what I mean? I, I don't well, see even that then, like if, if Triple H Shay McMahon, Stephanie McMahon, Nick Connor, whoever. Like, even if they wanted the company back, number one, uh, who's to say the, that they would give it back to them? And from what I was seeing yesterday, don't know if it's true or not, but I, I was seeing that the Saudis were offering like six billion dollars to buy the WWE. So who's to say that, that they even got that type of money? We're talking about. I mean, six billion is a lot. They could ask. I mean, 10 years from now, the WWE could be bigger than it is now. They could ask for 10, 10 times that. You know what I mean? So it's like... You know, it's wild. Uh, Vince bought the company from his dad for a million dollars. You know, the infamous story. His dad said, hey, if you can't turn things around, you're you're out. Um, and it seems like, you know, to a degree, I, without the money piece, <laughs> that same opportunity was sort of afforded to Triple H and Stephanie. And maybe he didn't see the progress that he wanted to see. Or he was upset at the fact that his legacy uh, was, you know, being... We know what's going on with his legacy. You know what I mean? But see, the thing is, though, number one, it's it's crazy that he turned a, a million-dollar company to a $6 billion. $6 billion, yeah. I don't think people, uh, I think, truly understand the, the impact by that. Like, a million dollars to $6 billion, Like, he literally took WWE from the bottom to the top. Like, right. In, 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 in years. And as far as his legacy, I don't... I don't um, I, mean, I don't know his mindset when it comes to that, but right. I mean, nobody can take anything from Vince. He's the greatest promoter in wrestling history. He's he's the he's the goat of promotion. He literally is, is nobody can take that from him. So the fact that he may feel like his legacy is tarnished, maybe because even with the allegations, I'm talking about the strictly in the wrestling business, what he's done for the WWE, the vision and the idea that he had for the company that nobody had. People said it wouldn't work. People said it was gonna fail. Proved everybody, he proved everybody wrong. So no, nobody can take that from him. This is the fact that he's a little out of touch with creative. Um, I think he's out of touch as far as what fans truly do want. Because even though 
the product can suck. WWE's still going to make a lot of money. doesn't mean the fans are going to be happy. It's just like, you know, as I think Vince knows that he has loyal WWE fans no matter what. Like, for some people, they're never going to stop watching WWE because they either grew up on it or they just love WWE. You know what I mean? It's just like, you know, WWE is is got a special spot in people's hearts. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many things that people love about the company. Um, even, even, you know, growing up in, you know, because we come from the good eras, you know, Attitude, Ruthless Aggression. Yeah, 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 yeah. We come from the eras where WWE was popping. Like, you know, back when we grew up, WWE was a must. You couldn't miss an episode. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think people realize, because nowadays it is kind of like an ancillary thing, you know, one or two million people a week tune in to, to Monday Night Raw or SmackDown or whatever. Bro, in high school, it was it was not abnormal to see ten or eleven people in any classroom rocking a, an NWO shirt or a Steve Austin shirt or something like that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like pop culture, major like A list pop culture was very much inculcated into WWE and vice versa. It's not like that now. But if people only knew like what this man did at the time and at that time, remember they were a private company. They were a private company, and then you know once they made that transition is when things started to. Um, get a little bit more cookie cutter with with their storytelling, etc. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, all right. So, so we did. You you did talk a little bit about um, who would buy. So we went through the list: Comcast, NBC Universal, Amazon, Disney, the Saudis. I guess kind of outliers are Tony Khan and what's, The Rock. What's what's, what's 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 your thoughts on it though? If Saudi does get the company, what do you think will happen? I think people will continue to watch as normal. People, I've seen so many instances where folks said, "Hey, man, I'm not going to watch WWE anymore." Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, of, course, we, of course, people are still going to watch. I'm talking about as folks far are as going like, to support it creatively. Yeah, what do you think that means for the company? Like creatively for the future? Like what's going to happen? Like, well, obviously, Vince isn't going to sell to anyone who will not keep him in creative control. That won't give him creative control. So I think that for the foreseeable future, Vince would give us, you know, what it is that he was. What he was giving it, uh, giving us before, or we'll see Vince revert to what he did prior to taking the company public. So we'll get a little bit more edgier, a little bit more raunchy. Obviously, we can't go full attitude era, but I do think that he would move in that direction, um, just because of. You think it really will though? Because I, I feel like with the quote unquote cancel culture, you know, it's just like Vince can't. We were talking earlier. Vince, Vince is. You and I were just talking. I don't think that he can be canceled. I, I really don't think that Vince can be I mean, canceled. He, he, I don't. I mean, I don't think either. He may not be able to. But like, what about like the stuff that the superstars have to do, like attitude error, ruthless aggression error stuff? I just don't see them being able to do stuff like that. Like, I don't see WWE being able to have like somebody like Vince come out with Trish Stratus and make her strip half naked and get on her knees and bark like a dog. No, know, I don't. I don't see it going on That's, going that far. I think like, that that's edginess. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know blood. I don't even, I don't even know if they bring back blood. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I just don't know if there's certain things that they're able to to do. Like, what what can they really do? Like, could they even bring back the word slut in WWE? Could they, could they even say that about women nowadays? Like, if 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 um you know say like you know if, if the Miz was in the ring with you know Maurice and they got a they got in a couple's argument he called her a, a, a slut like how would that even be perceived nowadays you know what I mean like would people be like the disrespect towards women and that's just like because back then you know you could say that you know what I'm saying like people used to the, 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 remember when fans used to chant that like Stephanie oh yeah all the time it was her nickname <laughs> and, they, and they would they, they would chant bag that. Hole, according to you know yeah, like, that, was a, that was a thing then like it was, it was funny then but nowadays is it really looked at as funny now or is it more of a sign of disrespect. So here's the deal. If folks are addicted to WWE, do you think that they would put out money for a WWE platform that would allow them to do whatever they want? Because if, let's say, the WWE network became independent, because obviously a lot of the Saudi-backed uh, endeavors, they're having a difficult time anyway getting TV deals. But if you say, hey, I'll create my own platform, I'll put out whatever I want, and then that way we can say whatever we want and do whatever we want, we've got a, a ton of money because the Saudis are like, you know, they're stacked. At that point, where's the where's the inhibitions? Mm, yeah. yeah. What's stopping you? Uh, that's, you got a point there on that one, too. I just think uh, it's going to be a little bit tougher to do certain things they may want to do because of how the world is today. I mean, like, you got to be careful what you do nowadays. You could be canceled by the littlest things. I mean, you don't know what's, what's – it's hard to tell what's funny and what's not funny. Like, No, that's facts. What's, what's dark humor nowadays it, it, and what's not? Like, you know, like, it's just – it's hard to really take into consideration of what could really be fun to watch and what could be not offensive. Fun. You know what I mean, like it's it's hard to to know. 
And I, I mean, it's something that we bump into as content creators. I'm sure there are jokes that you see that you would love to make. You're like, ah, let me hold off on that. Let me not say that. Yeah, like, nobody, <laughs> this like, could get real. Who, who knows, like, you know, what, what, what can and can't be done. You know what I mean? It's just, things are just different. So I just think, I want to believe that Vince wouldn't do something where he would sell the company to a place that would make people, majority of people, not happy or comfortable. But I think it, I think it really will show the true character of event as far as number one, how he truly feels about power, and as far as you know, if if he wants to come back and really have that control, and he just doesn't really care about what anybody thinks. Yeah. Or you know, as far as just really giving people what they really, he always about giving people what they want. Well. When you sell the company, it depends on who you sell it to. We're going to find out, you know what I mean? So Yeah, he has no shame. So I think, you know, whoever whoever's offering the most and offering him the most power, I think. I mean, one thing, yeah, one thing about, I mean, and it, like, there may be more going into it that we don't even know about. There's a lot of things that happen in business that we don't know about. There's one thing about Vince that everybody has to know is Vince got balls, you know what I mean? Like, he makes decisions, whether people like it or not. I mean, he's done things in the company that, or beyond <laughs> questionable. I mean, how how many people you really know would have had the, enough balls to and take your streak at WrestleMania? You know what I mean? Like, especially after after it had been established like that, to know like, hey, tonight's we're gonna end the streak. Like, I don't I, I don't think I would have been able to do it. Like, bro, people are gonna be so mad. Like, I, I don't want that type of heat, Vince. I, and, I don't care. But you know what? People tuned in for the next year's WrestleMania. Vince McMahon has no floor. There is no floor. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I was putting, I was watching a video of just compilation of just some of the stuff that he's done. There's nothing that he won't do. There, there is no level of there, there is nothing that would embarrass Vince McMahon. Um, as far as I'm concerned, I, I, I haven't. No, seen. I mean, and you got to think too. He's done things on TV where he's embarrassed himself. Oh so yeah. It's like, you know, like how could you know when he used to have the the kiss my ass club, the kiss my ass club. You know what I mean? Looking back at it now, he like he really had people kiss his ass on TV. That's that's a crazy. But then he had his face shoved up Big Show's ass. You know? Yeah. So it's like, what can you really say? It's like, okay, like I don't know how it works. Like how much how much worse does it really get than that though? Like, okay, it doesn't. People were kissing his ass, but his face was in Big Show's ass, like literally, like in inside his asshole. Like that's. And you, you can't say nothing then. It's like, all right, well, like, it's it's there. I mean, they had it where uh, DX dropped the the dog the dog shit on him the one time. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah it's like, not not to mention the beatings that he took in the ring, though, like unnecessary beatings that he took in matches, like when he didn't need to get his ass whooped like that. But like, if Stone Cold needed to beat his ass and it was gonna bring in money, he he would do it. So yeah. it's like, what what can you really say? So look, bro, as a, as a fan, like, who would you like to see themselves to? I mean, we talked about Comcast, NBC, Universal, Amazon, Disney, the Saudis, Tony Khan, possibly The Rock. Who would you like to see the WWE uh, sell to? Oh, Tony Khan would be insane. That would, would it? That ain't happen, though. I don't okay. see that happening. Uh, if I mean, if I had to pick, I mean, I'd probably say Disney. Disney? Disney would be good. You know, Disney owns Marvel, and, you know, Marvel, is, they've been hitting the last few years, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So, you know, MCU is, is hotter than it's ever been. Disney, I think too, they're not they're not too control of. They they let uh if you notice, like even though they own Marvel, they don't control the Marvel aspect of movies. Like they don't force people from from what we know, like they're not telling the writers, like, hey, you need to make sure the superhero is, is winning and right. you know, they make sure that like as long as Disney making profit They killed of everyone movie, off in one movie. Like <laughs> Yeah, like as long as Disney's making profit, you know, it, it's straight and it's cool. And plus like, you know, WWE really PG for the kids, but like Disney is that's what Disney's for, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like D- Disney is like who, who like who who really don't love Disney? Like Disney Channel, Disney movies, Disney the Disneyland, bro. Like it's it's Disney. Like Yeah. I, I think uh I think Disney would be cool. Maybe NBC, you know what I'm saying? NBC could be all right, but I, I think Disney would be the coolest one because you could have then think of how cool it would be. You could have a collaboration of the WWE Network and Disney Plus now. So now the now WWE's on Disney Plus. Now you get Disney Plus. You can watch all your favorite Disney movies plus wrestling. That's like, come on, that's like that. That thing that would do wonders. It's like heaven to some people. Yeah, Tony Khan would be crazy. Um, wow. I don't see that. Happening. I don't, I don't Vince, see it happening either. Vince selling to his to his quote unquote competition. There's like he, he would die. Ted Turner did it. Ted Turner, oh, Ted Turner did, but he, but Ted Turner ain't Vince though. Like Vince got a lot more, he got he got a lot more ego. And like Vince would definitely sell to Saudi Arabia before he sold to Tony Khan. Like if he had to choose between the two, I, I'm 100 percent sure he's picking Saudi Arabia. Like even if people were like, I'm leaving the company, he'd be like, I, I don't care. I don't give a. Never sell to, to to Tony Khan. Like 
if 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 Vince if Vince sold the Tony Khan, I would be more shocked by that than Saudi Arabia. Honestly, I, that would probably go down. Maybe it's the most shocking thing ever. Like if I'm being honest, like it's the fact that it's 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 competition. You know what I mean? Like, and he wouldn't need to. He wouldn't really. It's not like Ted Turner, where Ted Turner was going out of business. Like he kind of needed to get rid of the company. Like Vince don't need to sell. Like, he don't need Tony Khan's money. You know what I mean? Like even though the Khan's got money, but it's not like he needs like hey, no, I need your money. You know what I mean? Like Vince. Vince got his own money. You feel me? It's just a matter of, it's just a matter of control. Plus, would Tony Khan even want to give him the control though? That's the thing too, though. Like, what would he like? All right, I don't see that happening. Yeah, like he controls AEW. You know, Tony's probably gonna want to control WWE. Vince gonna be like, nah, you're not gonna control my company. You feel me? That's that's where I think the the heads would butt right there. Yeah, it's it's wild. I was talking to um to Mastop earlier, and we were talking about how dude. People retire and they just ride off into the sunset. This this man, he just he, he can't he can't go without it. He can't go without that um that extra piece of his life. And it's uh it's wild, uh that you know that's that's kind of the life that he's built for himself. That's the you know the post WWE life that he's built for himself is that he's in the WWE. Mm-hmm. I mean, the company's pretty much everything. I mean. He's just so obsessed with the company, you know what I mean? I, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing at this point, honestly. Like, you know, the fact that he loves his company is, is great, but it's like, it would just be nice to kind of, you know, for him to be like, you know, I've done everything. To re- I think it would be nice for him to realize that he's he's literally done everything there is to do that he wanted to do, you know what I mean? Like, I've done everything. Maybe it's time that, I, you know, I, I step away and let Triple H and Steph, you know, take these. Like, the company's in good hands, you know what I mean? Like, and you know they've learned so much from him. It's not like they don't know what they're doing at this point. Like you know, Stephanie's Stephanie's been in the business her whole life. Triple H has been in the business most of his life, adult life. You know what I mean? It's not like Triple H don't know what he's doing. If you watch NXT, then you know he put on the NXT was better than the main roster for how many years? Stephanie right, yeah. has been groomed, you know, in, in, in the business her like I said her whole life. So it's like you know, they've they've learned so much from him. I'm sure they would definitely use some of that knowledge, you know, in the business as far as, you know, doing certain things and making the product, you know, uh, better f- for for everybody. It, what's wild is I'm just sitting here listening to you talk and I'm thinking about like when most people retire, you know, they go off to spend time with their families and whatnot. Um, his wife, you know, she's estranged. Uh, his relationship with his son, you would assume, is at least on shaky ground. I mean, he fired him last year. Um, Stephanie just left the company and she did take her leave of absence prior last year, prior to his, you know, those allegations coming out. You'll wonder whether or not that relationship with his family went into a him not being able to, you know, be away from WWE and b what he's doing now. I mean, obviously, if I, you know, if I had a business like that, I'd be like, all right, let's let's get it ready for the fam. But I don't know what his relationship is like with his family. And maybe some of that is fueling, you know what I mean, what we're seeing now. Yeah, who knows, man? I mean, obviously, I, mean, I don't ever see his family coming out publicly and and burying him if there's right. anything that they feel like they they're not gonna do that. You know what I mean? Like, never. I don't see Stephanie coming out and saying like Vince is a piece of shit or you know what. However, they may feel it's behind closed doors. Excuse me. Like, I don't see Triple H coming out and speaking like how he really feels. Like, how did he really feel when they changed NXT? Even though. He kind of gave a little brief interview about it, and it may be true what he said, but it's just like, did you really feel that way though? Right, right, right. We'll never know. So, listen, switching gears a little bit. Um, last week, the, the 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 second biggest story of, of twenty twenty three so far would be uh, Sasha Banks. Um, you know, obviously she she left the company, or she didn't show up on May sixteenth. Her and Naomi, uh, you know, for an episode of Raw, they walked out. She resurfaces in New Japan, man. Tell me a little bit about what you thought about her decision to go to New Japan. Um, I, I like it. I think uh, she is trying to do something different with her career as far as establishing herself. I think her goal is to be known as the greatest women's wrestler of all time, not just the greatest WWE women's wrestler of all time. And by going out here and branching off and doing other things outside of the company, she'll have that the argument more than a Charlotte Flair or a Becky Lynch or a Bailey or whoever because she's she can say I did it here, you guys stayed here. I proved that I can make it outside of the WWE and probably come back and be a bigger star than she was before. So I'm excited for her, man. I'm happy for, her, you know, that she's kind of taking her career into her own hands, you know, and she's 
you know, she she's she's built herself up to that superstar level where she, you know, she could do that. So um, I'm excited to see what's next. You know, I, I think she's going to take the title from Kyrie, and I think she's probably going to have a, a a monster run with the IWGP Women's Championship, take it all over the take it all over Japan, maybe even the states. Um, so I'm I'm excited to see what the future holds. I mean, the, the rumors were that you know folks were saying she was past her prime; she wasn't quite a draw. But I mean, you're looking at what she does and what she's done oh, yeah, in San Diego. <laughs> you know what I mean for this next show? She she she's sold out. Even, she 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 barely even thirty. Right past her prime. She, she if she's not if she's not thirty years old, she's like thirty one. You know what I mean? Like she's just in the peak of her career. Oh yeah. Honest. So I mean, yeah, like she's she got a lot of years left in her. She could wrestle like to the next five years on the indies and still come back to WWE and still be fairly young. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. So as you know, people just got to say whatever though. Some people just like to hate and say ridiculous stuff. So that's facts. Uh, so what did you think about her presentation? I, I, I said, I liked it. I mean, I think some people, I don't know if you're familiar with new Japan yourself or if you, if you watch the product I, like that a lot, I've not seen much of it admittedly. Okay. Yeah, so um, I've been watching new Japan for years. Wow. So, New Japan is probably my second favorite wrestling promotion behind WWE. Um, but Japanese wrestling audiences are very different than American audiences. I know a lot of people were like, oh, the crowd was quiet and silent. That's like their their audiences over there, they, they always do that because they're they like to pay attention to what's going on. So of course they knew who she was, and it's because they didn't react like, you know, in a big standing ovation type of way. It doesn't mean they knew who they who she was or they didn't or they they didn't care. Like their audience is very different. They react differently to, to certain things. Um, Kenny Omega has spoken like, you know, the audience is very different, you know, how they react and, you know, just everything about them is, is just different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, I love her presentation. Um, and the, the little finish she did kind of got messed up, I think, but you know, I think whenever we see it again, it'll be done better. But I mean, I'm excited to see there's there's a lot of great Japanese, you know, women's wrestlers in stardom and you know now New Japan now has a women's division, which I also uh, I don't think people knew about that either. Like this year literally is the first year New Japan's had a women's division. Like they have a women's champion. Kyrie is literally the first IWGP women's champion. Like she's it's not like the, the title's been around forever. She's right. she's literally she's literally the first one. Uh this is the first match they've had, the first women's match in the Tokyo Dome since nineteen ninety four. Wow. And Japanese, you know, uh, the culture over there is very different. Like, you know, the COVID protocols are very strict over there still. Like, they, they don't have full captivated audiences still over in the wrestling audiences. Like, the Tokyo don't get fit like 70,000 people. There was only maybe, I think, like 20,000 people in there. You know what I mean? So it's like they don't have, and something people also may have not known either is that for a period of time when COVID first came out, the audience wasn't even allowed, they weren't even allowed to clap. Like right. They weren't allowed to clap. They weren't allowed to make noise. They weren't allowed to cheer at all. Like all they had, they were, they could only just sit there. So now they're, they just now were able to start clapping again and stuff like that. So the, the rules and everything are very different over there than they are over here. It's not like you know, where people think COVID is gone over here and you know, no more mask and all that stuff. Like it's, it's still very strict. You know, over there. If you, even if you look at you know, before COVID and stuff like that, like you know, they would always wear masks like that and stuff. Like people had got sick and stuff like that. Like right. that was kind of a, that was a, that was a thing over there. So I, I I think, you know, she's going to do great stuff over there. You know, I, I'm excited to see what, what she does. I, I don't think Ring of Honor, um, necessarily New Japan is going to be her only stop. I think she probably does maybe hit up Ring of Honor or Impact, maybe AEW. Like, I think she's, she's going other places with the championship. Hopefully, you know, um, if Triple H is going to remain in charge, I really would love to see a New Japan and WWE collaboration. You know, I like that. Oh, man. I like that Triple H, uh, you know, allowed – Shinsuke to go over and wrestle Great Muda at Pro Wrestling Noah, um, you know, in Great Muda's last match. I like that he let Carl Anderson wrestle at Wrestle Kingdom uh, against Tamatanga, you know, defending the, the championship. So I, I, I would love to see a collaboration between uh, the brands, but, you know, only time will tell. Yeah, same here. Um, I mean, it's... it's- Hey, my Sir Blackson here. Just wanted to do two things. One, thank you for listening. And two, emphasize that I am completely wrong. Everything that I'm about to say is wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. I was wrong. And now back to the show. <laughs> now it's Soraya or Soraya. Um, you know, it's heavily speculated that somewhere in there, Sasha, well, Mercedes Monet will fit into that match. I mean, 
Do you, do you I see mean, that? They already announced who our, who our partner was going to be, though. So yeah, uh, do you think that might be like a like a, a red herring, like almost like a um, a distraction? Uh, as far as maybe, I mean, it could be a swerve. I mean, an intentional misdirect of work. Of work. It, could, it could be a, maybe a a big work that we don't know about. You know what I mean? Um, but I mean, I wouldn't say like I wouldn't say I would bet on that for sure. But I mean, you never know, though, man. That's the thing, though. Like. People, I think, also have to understand that anything can happen in wrestling. You know, I think it's still funny that people still have this terminology that, you know, when you say something and people are like, oh, that will never happen. But any, anything, anything can really happen in wrestling. Like, I think people should know that by now. Like, they said Brett would never come back to WWE when he got screwed. He came back. They literally made a whole DVD about the Ultimate, Ultimate Warrior. Warrior. Yep. Destroying his legacy. The WWE put out a DVD about Ultimate Warrior destroying his whole legacy. He came back. You know, like people said the streak would never end. The streak ended. People said CM Punk was never going to wrestle again. He came back. People said Cody Rhodes would never leave AEW, go to WWE. He's back in WWE. Like any anything can literally happen. That's all facts. <laughs> That's facts, man. I don't I don't know what your time is looking like, man. Got some you got some time? We got some time, yeah. Hey, all right, so so let's let's talk Rumble a little bit, man. Um Obviously, you know the Cody Rhodes, uh, you know, return is is the is the big thing. Do you think that he's going to win the Rumble this year? I would like to see him win the Rumble. Um, it's either going to be him or the Rock. If I'm being honest, I just don't know which one. Man, I grew up, I grew up a Rock fan. I love the Rock. You know, he's my guy. I hope to God he does not win the Royal Rumble. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to see the Rock win, uh, but I do think, uh, I do think the Rock. Is coming back to face Roman Reigns though at WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I definitely think that, I definitely think that match is happening. Um, and if Roman's going to keep both titles, The Rock would have to win the Rare Rumble. I mean, it, it's the only way to get to that match. Yeah. So, well, I mean, this so this past week we saw that um, you know the Usos are now putting up one set of tag team championships against the Judgment Day. I mean, perhaps something like that could happen with Roman, where you know we we separate these yeah. titles. They definitely need to separate the titles for sure. Roman never really needed the WWE title to begin with. No, uh, it's the universal title that that's that's the main goal. Um, but I, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you this. I always so I don't know if you're. I know you 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 you're with me. You know you you on the Roman side of of the fandom. Oh yeah, of course. Come on, one's up. Oh yeah. But you know what's 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 so funny to me is that. A lot of people have this issue with Roman having the title this long. You know what I mean? He's had the title so long, and he's been champion so long. Where, where, where is that same energy for the Usos, though? Because the Usos have been champions for over a year, too. But I don't, I don't ever really see people complaining about the Usos being the tag champion. So why is it just Roman? Like, what, what, like, what, what, why people got the issue with Roman just being the champion? The Usos have had both tag team titles for almost a year. They've held the SmackDown tag team titles for over a year. They, they broke the record, like... They've been tag team champions for a long time too. They cheat in their matches to win sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, what, what, what's why? No, why got an issue with the Usos? Why, why right. is it just Roman? I get it. And you know what? There are a lot of collaborative victories with the Usos. The deal is, um, I had, so I have an issue, and I know this is your guy, and I'm sorry, bro, but John Cena back in the day. Oh my God! Every time he yeah. won a championship, it, it like hurt me a little bit more in my heart. Me and my man Don, we used to always go back and forth about uh, John Cena, and it's because. You know, there were so many folks who might have deserved an opportunity who could have actually done a really good job that weren't able to get to that next point because that championship was held up. And the storylines weren't great. One of the things that I see, well, to me, they weren't great. You know, they weren't entertaining to me because of, you know, I was coming off of the high of the Attitude Era. One of the things that I've noticed is that folks are forgiving of the Usos. And you know what? Even to a degree, more people are in favor of Roman holding these championships than not. Because the story is so good. Everything from the first feud with Jay, uh, you know, over who, the Tribal Chief deal, everything has been, like, great with this thing. I think the moment that it stops being really entertaining for an extended period of time, it's got a new life with Sami Zayn. The moment that it stops being great for an extended period of time, folks are going to turn on both the, the Usos and Roman, and shit's going to go down. So <laughs> they just better keep... Keep them writers going. Whatever it is that they're feeding them, they better keep it going. Because the moment that it falls off, the the floor is the floor is gone. See, I think it's it's been falling off for some people though. I know some people who who just are tired of Roman being the champion because he's held it for so long. Like Roman's run isn't like Cena's run. Like Cena would win the championship and lose it, lose then it, back, and yeah. then get it back. And then like Roman's been the champ consistently for two years. You know and I mean, like his run is very different. So. 
people aren't used to this because people weren't around when Hulk Hogan was champion like that. You know what I mean? So it was like, it's like an abnormal thing to happen in this era. And, you know, Cena's, not all of Cena's storylines were good when he was the champion, but I think more of them were better than, than, than they were bad. Like John Cena, I feel like John Cena and Roman Reigns fall in the same category. I think as far as the, the hatred, you know, a lot of people, uh, when Cena was on top, you know, they hated him because they said he was a bad wrestler or, you know, his character was too corny. But John Cena put on, has put on many great matches with many superstars with many different styles. You know, he's put on great matches with Batista and Triple H and AJ Styles and Shawn Michaels. Like, he's had tons of great matches throughout the company. Right, his right, right. character obviously wasn't meant to gravitate towards the adult audience. Right. It was more of the kid audience, you know. And that's I, I think that's I, where that's my why. disconnect was. I think that was my That's where a lot of... Uh, that's where, you know, a lot of John Cena fans idolized him growing up because they, they were either kids watching him or they were kids now looking at him, you know, like he was, that, that, that was his style, you know, he, he was meant to gravitate towards, towards children, you know, that's why he does, excuse me, he's had more make wishes than any celebrity in history because people want, want to be just like him, you know what I mean? He's one of those type of figures. Right. Roman Reigns is obviously a different character, uh, but, you know, I said years ago, years ago, when John Cena is gone, People are going to miss him, and they're going to respect him more when he's when he's not there anymore. And now, every time he comes back, now people love John Cena. Now, now people miss John Cena. It wasn't like that ten years ago when he was around. You know, what I mean, when he was there. Now, all of a sudden, people are liking respect John Cena because I think now people are looking at John Cena and they're realizing, oh man, John Cena really was he was that guy. You feel me? Like I didn't appreciate him when he was there because I just didn't like him. But now that he's not there, oh man, now I now I see his importance and, and what he meant to the company. Roman Reigns, I think he's going to be the exact same way 10 years from now. Say, you know, say, just assuming he won't be there 10 years from now. I don't know. But like, let's say, you know, 10 years from now, let's say five years from now, if Roman's not there, oh, they're going to miss Roman. They're going to they're look, they're going to look back and be like, oh man, that, that, yeah, that, that run is, is championship. Oh man, that was, that, that was one of the best ones right there. No, but nobody's going to be able to top that. It's going to be one of the situations. What happened a lot with John Cena too is overexposure, you know, because it was over a, a way longer period of time than Roman in this capacity as champion. Um, it yeah, was over John a, a way was, longer. Was, was, John Cena was top guy for for ten years. Yeah, like he was at the top for ten years, and they tried to push Roman to be like that, and but it, it got never rejected. got off the ground. <laughs> it got rejected so hard that they probably wasted a few years of Roman's big prime. You know what I mean? Like his, you know, his tribal chief run could have maybe happened years ago. You know, for, for all we know, if they would kind of just let him do his own thing and kind of let him be who he wanted to be, maybe a little bit, maybe this could have been, maybe he could have had this run a long time ago. You know what I mean? So, oh, yeah. Nobody could ever, nobody could ever be John Cena again, though. Nobody no. could ever be like him. Nobody could even try to come close to be like him because his reactions that he had throughout his time as the half booze, half cheers, that was his identity. And it worked for him, which is why he never turned heel because nobody ever got those type of reactions and could managed to stay at the top of the at the top of their game the most relevant superstar and remain the biggest superstar in the company because no matter what he was doing anything he pretty much did feel important to the company because he was a big star even when the rock came back when the rock came back to wwe you just knew the one guy he had to face was going to be cena it was the only guy it's the only guy in the company that can match him it was, it was nobody else so this nobody could ever try to be cena and get those type of reactions again because it just doesn't it, they're going to try to compare them to Cena. Like the same with Roman. Like when Roman was getting pushed as the baby face, like, oh, here we go. Another John Cena. You know what I mean? Like nobody, you, you can't try to remake people. People need to be the, the their first them. Like Roman Reigns, now now that he's the tribal chief and he's the head, like this is his own identity. Nobody else can do that now. Nobody and else can steal that from him. That, that's his That's his stick. And at that point where they were trying to ram, you're going you're gonna to love Roman no matter what. That At that point, I felt the same way about him as I did about John Cena. Uh, it, yes. And it's, it's interesting, to your point, um, when when Roman does go away, because prior to him, you know, taking these large gaps between appearances, folks were really getting, you know, they were getting tired of him. But now we see that when he does appear, oh, my God, the, the episode's a little bit more special. The show goes a little bit more smoothly with Roman. I think that's where... Even though it's not a period of years like Cena, he still comes back, and people do show that man. We we appreciate the fact that he's here because, you know, it is a different show without Roman right now. It is, and a lot of people I think looking at it differently is like you know they don't appreciate it or they don't like it because he's part time or whatever. But it's like they make Roman feel like a big deal because he is a big deal. Any any time he wrestles, it feels like a big deal. Even when he wrestles on TV now, it feels like a big deal. Oh you yeah. Know what I mean? like, they they've turned him into this big attraction 
and they're protecting him because you know they they want to make sure that he just doesn't feel like any other superstar on the roster. I think you know with with the push that he's getting, they're 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 making his push differently than they've done anybody else in a long time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which, which is why I think it's 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 so important and so special. You know what I mean? A lot of people I know, some people are tired of it, and some people don't like it, but I think you know. Years from now, I really think people are going to look back and, and and appreciate it more, which is which is it's sad to say. You know, what I mean, it's going to be like you know, another LeBron James situation. You know, LeBron James is 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 incredible, but, but you know, I don't think he's really going to get his respect until he's really gone from the game, and then people are going to be like, damn, like you know, right. LeBron really, you know, he was really one of the best. Well, no shit, we've been through that, and some of y'all just want to appreciate it. <laughs> you want to acknowledge him. So listen, bro, it has been great uh, talking to you. I'm glad we were able to do this real quick. Do you have any aspirations to get into the industry? Uh, sure. I mean, I'd like to get into the industry as far as maybe uh, from a creative aspect, booking storyline and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, I would love to be a part of the industry in some, in some, some way. You know what I mean? Man, that's great. I'm, I'm, I'm asking you that because as I'm talking to you, I'm like, yo, this, this, this cat is brilliant. <laughs> He's got some great ideas. I would love to see somebody like that represented in, uh, in the industry. So no, I'm really hoping that you know we might be able to figure something out, get you out there, man, get you, get you doing some of this stuff because I think it'd be a beggar. Oh, I mean, I appreciate that, man. I mean, I mean, like I said, maybe someday. I, I, I don't know how to really get my foot in the door. Maybe it can happen someday. But I mean, I've been making content since 2016, you know, so. This is the biggest I've ever been since 2020, you know what I mean? So it's just about, you know, just kind of like maybe maybe someday it'll happen. It'll happen. If it does, then I'm definitely will be ready. You know what I mean, so it's just a matter of time if it, if it goes there. And if it doesn't happen, you know what I'm saying? I, I can't really do nothing about it. I mean, sometimes, you know, uh, your dreams aren't meant to come true. You know, sometimes things just don't happen the way you want them to. And that's okay. I mean, not everybody's life is going to turn out to be like, you know, uh, Aiden Ross or some, some people like right, that. Right, right. You know, kind of make it like you know just in the blink of an eye like sometimes it just doesn't happen like that for some people it just some people are just fortunate enough to get there and then some people just don't get there so right. whatever whatever happens happens man all right man well listen man you are killing it you're killing it you're everywhere please plug your stuff let people know how they can connect with you uh narcolepsy boy 94 all social media platforms if you guys want to check me out on the youtube channel twitch uh tiktok instagram twitter all that stuff uh, appreciate everybody for support. Uh, thank you for having me on the podcast, man. Definitely going to get you online someday. For uh, sure, for sure. You know, uh, we've been putting something together for a little bit, trying to make it work, but you know, we, oh, yeah. we managed to make it happen. So. We're going to figure uh, it out. It's, it's going to happen. It's got to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out for uh, the other days and everything. So, uh, like I said, appreciate you for having me on, man. Bro, thank you. Thank you to the Masked Hope. Thank you for listening. Of course, you can check us out on TikTok at Raw Impact Radio. You can check us out on Instagram at Raw Impact Radio. Feel free to click the link. I mean, yes, we do have merch. I mean, it'd be great if you could check out the merch. But it's up to you. That's it. We're going to holler at you next time. Peace. <laughs>